can I do a little point, point five? Like it's really, it's really lighthearted. This isn't serious enough to be a full episode. But it was when you were talking about um, putting up your uh, your best your best foot forward on the dating apps. Um, oh, so this better not be a recent story for you because you you you're no, locked down, bro. I was literally like, cut the mic, yeah. cut the mic. <laughs> we're here to protect you. Too, I was like, my bad, Ray. <laughs> no, nah, I'm not. I'd be like, sis, <laughs> as suspected, all men be trash. Or trash. So, yeah, I was talking talking to one of our friends on the on the client site, and she was telling me about this woman that sits beside her. She's almost forty, and she's at that point where she's now like, you know what? I I just need to meet someone. So she got on the on the dating apps. <laughs> That's never how you approach it. <laughs> I honestly, I anybody, oh. anybody. Oh. Yeah. at that point, I was like, "Oh, this story gonna be good." Yeah. <laughs> and apparently, <laughs> Siri record. So this this was this was Monday or Tuesday, and she started speaking to this guy. Uh, apparently, he's quite a good-looking guy, older than her as well. So he was ticking boxes. And he starts off with the nice, light-hearted chat, and it's like really fun, really nice, sweet stuff. She replies with a paragraph, just being like, "Just so we're clear, okay? Uh, I know we're planning to meet on Thursday, but I just want you to know, all right, that we are not having sex, okay? There is nothing at all happening here. Just like a paragraph, no response, no reply, like space get left, no splitting out into chunks. <laughs> paragraph." <laughs> And my guy was like, uh, um, c- "Cool, I, I wasn't, I wasn't really expecting it, um, but sure, you know." Try obviously tries to move on from it. it's like a bit awkward, but we'll carry on. She sends another paragraph. Uh, like, I just wanted, I just wanted to clear it up because you know a lot of people on these apps are all about the sex, and quite frankly, that's not what I'm looking for. It's not what I want. I am at a certain age now where I need to, and then he didn't reply. <laughs> <laughs> and then she follows up with so what time we meet <laughs> <laughs> oh babe I was like, when you said she sent <laughs> no. a paragraph back I was like oh rookie <laughs> I know but I understand I, I think that if you are if you're not if you don't want to have sex then I think you should make it clear on, before but put the it in your bio no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, I wouldn't say put it in your bio. Not not like not like a straight out no sex, but like a um, serious. serious I feel like if you're a Christian, if you you put Christian, if you put Christian in your bio. And you've got all you got Christian as your list as your religion. No, I wouldn't even I put. I wouldn't even. I wouldn't put that in your bio. Huh? I wouldn't I put that in your bio. We'll put no, like no, yeah, your religion, cool, but your um, celibacy status. See, I assume no. the, the funny thing is, but I why would you assume status from religion? So if you put Christian in your bio, I literally assume. No, I don't. Cool, I don't that assume that. Either, no, I think no, not, that you're, not that you are celibate, but that you're cool with it, at least the concept of it. Like even if you're like. Okay, I write flop sometimes. The, like the, the concept of being celibate. I don't understand why you. that's something you would need to say up front in the message before you've even exchanged numbers, before you've even met. Yeah, no, I think literally, well. like, Actually, I've, I've done it. But you I, could yeah. go, I, legit, I could go on like four or five dates with you and still not be feeling you, kid. No, so. But do you know why it's important? Because for some people, if you don't, like, you've completely wasted their time. For some guys, if you've gone on four dates with them and you're celibate, 
they're out. And you've no, waited, because I you've think I think it's something I think days. it's something that would have come up across the four days. But I think that's a conversation that you have in person. It's not something that I would feel the need to put in text conversation no, in advance. In text conversation, but I do think you could you could mention it on like the first date. Yeah, on the first date when I've met you, not paragraphs yeah. in the lead up. Not paragraphs, Sorry, sis. No, that's, I think that's if she'd like to. Like, who's talking about stuff like deep in the in the chat thing anyway? Like, and do you know doing... where else she went wrong with the whole like, oh, because I know a lot of guys on this app. Oh, no, sis. Yeah, you already think <laughs> you want to come in. Yeah, you want to come into this <laughs> fresh. You want to be <laughs> like. And men like to actually feel that like even though you're on a dating app, you're actually the only. Yeah, like on the app. correct answers are as follows: You've been here for two months. <laughs> uh, you've not been on that many not dates. dates. Don't really like talking to Don't people. Don't really like anybody else on that. Yeah, literally not feeling anyone. <laughs> so you're hoping this is a fresh you're of really fresh the air. Only person I've been talking to. Literally. <laughs> Fried and for any of my future listening to this there's, podcast, there's men listening to this now. Like, wait, hold up, hold up. Can I just say, for reference, for anyone listening to this that I have dated or I'm actively dating, everything I've said is true. <laughs> so she says. No, <laughs> I mean, everything I said was true. Wow. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> like, I don't even so, know what it means. So, so another thing on the point five. So I have an actual, I have a tell from the plantation oh. that I experienced a couple of weeks ago. Oh, Me and really my, <laughs> my brother. Um, my brother. My very, 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 very good friend. We were, so actually he didn't have anything to do story in the beginning. So I get, I'm, you know, upstairs do my, you know, the abs roller workout. You guys, have you guys ever done the abs roller? Hey, abs roller is a matter. That bro. hurts, you know. I'm telling you, abs roller is one of the biggest matter. I've, I've never experienced. Like, I remember I was at my friend's house, so I did it. Like, I oh, I did it full blown on the gym floor, and my instructor was like, "Okay, we'll do three sets of ten. On the first set, the second one, I was like. I'm not going to make it. <laughs> so, absolute myth. So are we going to die on the spot? Or are we going to have an asthma attack? Or are we going to do both? <laughs> Does the asthma attack lead to death? Because we're not making it through right. three sets of this thing. I did, I think I did like, I did 10. I was like, okay, cool. It hurt, but I did them. And for like the next, pff, I, the next day I was fine. The day after that, for about three days, my abs were in agony. Absolute agony. So it's a mad thing. But anyway, I was doing the, I was doing the workout. So then the doorbell rings, going downstairs. It's a delivery man. So it's a Tesco delivery man. It's your, uh, he's like 45. We'll call him Tesco Tim, mm. right? Cool. He's uh, about 45 to 50, one of those guys, you know. So oh, did you order something from uh, Tesco? I was like, no, I haven't actually. Um, but then I saw on his thing, the name of my um, friend. For, oh yeah, friend. So, my, so to explain the story, my best friends live down, they live below us in a flat downstairs. So they, so I saw their name and I was like, oh, okay, it's flat downstairs. So, um, cool like you can just if you just go around the corner so they have their own separate entrance there's a, a gate to the side um on our same property that that you can just press the bell and it will go straight down to them and they can come and open the door and he was like ah oh, is there a, is there a number because I, there's no number on the door i was like no but don't worry that's the basement flat like that's where they are and he was like has there been any you know historical deliveries to this and so at this point i'm a bit like why are you what's going on here I was like, you can just, if you just ring the bell, they'll come and get it. Like, I was like, I don't even mind taking it for them. You can deliver it to 15. He's like, well, you said he didn't order anything. I was like, yeah, but they did. At this point, I'm just thinking, I'm just getting a bit more baffled. I was like, you know what? 
Brother, like, you want to unpack your bags or you want to put it back on the lorry? Because <laughs> at this point, I'm tired. So I'm, like, so I'm like, you know, let me go downstairs and get them. They'll come, they'll come up. So I'm just thinking, why is he making this so difficult? Like, you know, like, you know how normally with a delivery, delivery man. They just want to get it bro, over and done with. You know, you know what is it? Yeah? Amazon, yeah? Amazon would just dash it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> dash they'll it, dash yeah. it at your house, bro. No, they'll dash it on your street and hope it lands in the right place. <laughs> you know how many times I've come home and I've seen, like, my Amazon parcel, yeah? It's just outside. Just outside the gate. I'm like, like, oh, it's in your safe I'm place. Like, safe that place. is not a safe yeah. place, bro. <laughs> like, literally, first in the bushes outside your, your house. <laughs> your box is branded Amazon. Like, it's not discreet, you no, know? Or it's like, you know, they, 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 they ring the bell and it's, it's, it's one ring, one ring only. And if you haven't opened the door within that one Phone. second, they already put the thing the for you. It's already in your safe place. They don't even ring the bell. They just leave the try to deliver slip. Oh, yeah. All the time. Do you know how many times I've fully been in my room singing my pyjamas? Gone downstairs too. to get my breakfast and then seen the slip. I had that with I had that with O two yeah. Nobody. I had that with O two where I watched the driver. It was DHL. Watched them drive up, and I was like, oh, like I just looked out the window. I was like, oh, sick vans there, um, and it was like right on time. They were meant to come at between eleven and twelve. It was eleven fifteen. I was like, boom, right on time. Got to eleven thirty. I was like. I know I live on the top floor, but... Man's taking a while, boy. <laughs> Literally, went downstairs. The guy was chilling on his phone. Really parked. Nice. And then, as I was walking out to the van, he just drove off. And then I got the message to say, Tried your driver couldn't deliver. reach you. Ah. I lost it. No. I lost it with AT. I lost it. So, no, so I, I, I think I... They rang the bell. I look outside to see who it is. He's just by the door, and I'm like, cool, I'm going downstairs. I've basically just got my socks, my trousers, and a vest on, because I was getting ready to go out. I was like, okay, cool. And I see my man walking out. I was like, well, no, 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 no. <laughs> run outside. It's been raining. I'm just wetting up my socks. Like, brother. <laughs> my puzzle. Puzzle. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, and so... Th- in all of those stories, the common denominator is delivery men aren't, no, they're not no. trying to hang around. No. They're just trying to get rid of the stuff. Do you know gone, what? Over. Considering they're called delivery men, they're really not here to deliver anything, anything apart no, no. from disappointment. <laughs> 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 no, I'm telling you. Honestly. So so basically, yeah, I, so I go downstairs, so I get my, get my friend, I was like, ah, oh, delivery guy's moving a bit mad. Just come up and just, I'm assuming all, it all will be well because here I have the confirmation email. Boom. Yeah. We're done here, right? So he comes up. He's like, "Oh, what's the what's the issue?" He's like, "You know, have you had any historical deliveries to this address? Just because there's no number and I don't know where to deliver." Thinking this guy's you know back on the same thing again. So, <laughs> so obviously, so my friends like, "Ah, oh, don't worry, I've got the I've got the confirmation email here." So that obviously, yeah. I'm thinking then this thing's well, over now. Confirmation email. Yeah. The guy doesn't want. He doesn't want to check it. No, 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 no. I don't know where to deliver this. You know, it's just that I've come to this house. I see number 15 there, but there's no number on that side gate. So I don't know if I can deliver there. He's like, I'm, I'm just going to have to ring my, uh, ring my base. And at this point, we're getting yeah. a bit like, bit like, like, why are you making this so, we're like, why are why you, are you allowing my veggie sausages to defrost? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why are you making this so difficult? Do you think I can refreeze these hash browns? <laughs> yeah, I'm saying. It's like, why are you making this so difficult? And he's like, yeah, I'm just trying to, he's like, I've, I've tried to explain. I'm just, just going to call the base, okay? And you know, you know when they're like, ah, oh, we're like, but I don't understand. No, look, I've got the confirmation email. My friends, like, I've got the confirmation email. Like, you can just check this against the delivery. What, like, what's the delivery number you have there? He's like, no, no, sorry, I need to talk to my base. He's like, and my friends, like, I just think you're making this more difficult. He's like, 
could you just let me could you let me talk please to to the base and like backs off down the driveway so i'm just gonna talk to the and so my, my friend at this point is just he's just done so he just start he just gets the the shopping there he just starts taking it out he starts taking it out of the <laughs> starts taking it out of the boxes and putting it inside the house the guy comes over and is like sorry you, can you not do that he tries to like grab his hand my friend's just like just looks at him and just continues taking it out. <laughs> taking it out. What you're not going to do, sir, yeah. is touch And me. I was like, like, literally, so he just starts just taking the stuff out, taking the stuff out. And he's like on the phone to his base. He's like, well, you know, they're just, take, they're just taking the stuff in, shopping, nothing I can do. I'm thinking, bro, it's not like we're <laughs> robbing you, fam. You've come to our house with the delivery, bruv. Like, you, you've actually arrived on my premises with an order. Like, you... You're here now, so we're not robbing you. Like you've come here, you know bro. What? Imagine, you know what? Imagine literally robbing for done. a random Tesco order. To just take that lucky pick. I'm hoping. I'm hoping for turkey twizzlers. <laughs> like, do you know what they should do? They should legit write into Tesco's and be like, "My order wasn't delivered." It's just. It, was, it, was, it actually wasn't delivered. Actually, my we, order was. We had to. Delivered. We had to. We had to get it my from him. So basically, I did not. I paid for delivery. I had to do click and collect. And so we're, we're still. We're, <laughs> So we're still trying to, so after, so my friend very nice, takes all the stuff, stacks the boxes back up, puts it on his little cart thing. And he's like, we're trying to, like, we're trying to explain. I was like, look, he's like, I look, I live here. He uses the, his key to open that side gate that where their, their entrance is. And I'm like, look, what do those boxes, what do those bins inside there say? So obviously if you look inside that gate entrance, yeah. you can see the number 15 on the, on the bins. Yeah. So obviously it's all the same premises, but He's just like, I just don't, I don't know where to deliver. There's, there's no number. I'm thinking this guy's just a moron, bruv. He's like, are you going to sign for this? He's like, my friend's like, okay, fine. He's like, but just explain why, you, why are you making this such a big deal? He's like, oh, see, you're not going to sign then. You're just going to take my, and my friend's like, just give me the thing and just signs it. Like signs it and gives it, gives it back to him. And so my friend just goes inside the house and I'm just like, I said to the guy, listen, I don't understand. Why have you done all this? I was like, listen, this whole property, we own it. It's all ours, like everything. I really wanted to drop numbers on him, but I thought, let me not do that. Let me just say, <laughs> we own the entire thing. Upstairs, downstairs, this is all our property. And he's just like, I've tried to explain this like three times now. I just, you know, I'm just trying to, you know, I'm just trying to deliver. I don't, I don't know where to, I thought this guy's moving mad. I said, I think, I think there's something, I said, to be honest, I think there's something deeper here. I didn't, I, I was, I was about to call him a racist and then he left my premises. But um, it's basically like, it just seems like from my perspective, he was basically like, there is no way niggas own this entire property. It's impossible. There's no way you niggas own this property. I'm 100% sure. So I'm going to ring my base and they're going to tell me because there's no way that you lot own this entire thing. There's no way there's a flat downstairs that you black people own as well. Nah, I'm not having it. And I've had that before where people have come, people have actually come to the house and literally asked my dad, like, do you own this whole thing? And I've only, and I've only ever heard him ask that in the that by by white men who've worked on that like especially white working class men who've worked on that been like do you own this in a way almost like you shouldn't own this or yeah. they're surprised that you own this do you know what i mean you know there's a way when people ask something like oh do you own this like it's like oh this yeah. is cool yeah and there's a way it's just like you own that like, you yeah, own yeah. this yeah, do you see, know what like, i mean like well, yeah so it's like when this. my black friends come over it's like ah oh, this is you like oh, yeah this is great. House, blah, blah, blah. and then yeah and I definitely, I definitely had, I've, but even just basic things like at work, people just always assuming you're the healthcare assistant. And there's nothing wrong with healthcare assistant. It's, it's, it's a, it's a very it's worthy job itself. Be... But it's just like you could not be, you could not be the, the, the consultant. You what, could not be the. What my the my biggest thing was is just this whole white. Have you not seen? And I know you hadn't seen it, but you seen Swill, the Michael Michael Dapper's thing. Yeah. You know Patrick Clover. Yeah. You know that that, that character, and you know how he's just like this 
rich. It's basically this whole thing of white working class being people. When it comes to black people, suddenly they're mad diligent at their jobs. They're trying to dot all the T's. Mm. I mean, dot all the I's, cross all the T's. Um, I, I, you know, I'm just trying to do my job. I don't understand why. You, it's this whole thing of like, I don't understand why you're being so angry. Like, this is, I'm just trying to do my job. And they're just riling you up when they know they're, they're moving absolutely mad. And Patrick Clover always has this line. And it's like, when white people, it's just the most aggravating line. I'm on your side. I'm on your, I'm on your <laughs> side. I'm on, I'm on, your, I'm on side. your side. And do you know what I feel? It's very specific. It's a specific thing that I, I've, I've found this that, and why I say white working class specifically is because it's this idea that as a white person, you should have some level of privilege, right? Mm. You're kind of taught that you have some level of privilege. So when you see a black person that might be in a position where they have more money than you, it, it messes with your whole, it messes with their sense of, this is my country. You shouldn't be in my country and Make have more, more than me. what I do. Yeah. So if you have more than what I do, and they might not even, some of them, I don't know if they even consciously realise no, it's not cognizant. It. It's not cognizant, but there's an energy that they come with where they d- deliberately try to obstruct you because in their head, this is a situation that they, they can't deal can't with. Fathom it. There's and no it, and way. It's just, it happens across all sections of white people because middle class white people have the same, I've had the same energy from them where it's like, you don't deserve to be here. In this place. This is our yeah, space. This is our you space. don't deserve to be in this space. But it's also, it's a kind of different energy from like, how did you even get in that space because you shouldn't have more than what I have. Theirs is like, you shouldn't have equal to what I have because you should be less yeah. than But it's like, you shouldn't have more than what I have because this is my, te- this is my country. I'm white. And how can you have more than what I have? I've experienced that so much. And so this is yeah. this is why, and this is going on a tangent, but just why I don't like respectability politics. And for those who don't do the Twitter work terms, respectability politics just means, ah, oh, you should present yourself in a certain way to get a certain level of respect. Yeah. The reason, the reason I actually like it, to be honest, when black people are just, just doing just whatever they, unashamedly just doing whatever authentic. they want to do. Yeah. And like, even if they're on like in some rich crowd or doing whatever, they do whatever they want to do. The reason I love it is because it's just this whole thing of just like making racist white people mad. <laughs> I just, I just love it. Like when people don't like Serena Williams, I love her more. Like it yeah. just, it, it's just this whole thing. Like, I didn't even really check for Meghan Markle that much. Now, that's this. You know what I'm saying? That, that <laughs> and, and, and I'm it, a cousin. Yeah. <laughs> and, it, and it goes back to the conversation we were having earlier about feeling the need to make, to suggest that black people should wear fewer, uh, wear less hoodies, less tracksuits, so that they don't get stopped as much, so that they then get the opportunity to be more successful. Like, the the argument this person was having was making was that if we take the path of least resistance to get as many people into positions, into positions of power as, as possible, mm-hmm. then we can start to tackle the uh, the tackle issues the of issues racism. Of, yeah, and I I said that doesn't make sense because what you're suggesting is that in order to be successful, we have to conform and be something that is acceptable to them. We can be both. I think we there's have enough. A, a middle ground to that, though. We, no, no, but I think... So, my my offence was at the, at the suggestion that the only way mm. to get to a point of being able to make a difference is to make people change who they are, yeah, and make others feel comfortable. Because I was saying comfort is the enemy of progress. You cannot grow while you are comfortable. Like... Mm. Whether it's uh, whether it's in fitness, whether it's in uh, business, whether it is in in um, 
general success, if you get to the point where you are simply comfortable and you are not challenging yourself, you're not stretching yourself in any way, you're not growing. And if we decide that the best way for us to try to see any kind of progress is to, to make everyone feel as comfortable as possible, we're not going to change. Nothing will change. Nothing will move. Uh, I think it's such a tricky one, though. Because I, I, like I, mm, I know we have to wrap up, but I, I agree with, I agree that, I agree that we shouldn't be, we shouldn't change like the essence of who we are to make white people comfortable. But at the same time, I do think sometimes you've got to do what you've got to do in certain environments to get ahead. But my my thing is. If we teach our Sounds children, Sounds like to the, s- the slum flower and the feminism argument, well, to be honest. Well, my, my thing is, if we teach our children to do that, sometimes they actually forget who they actually are. Yeah. So it's like, if you spend long enough pretending to be the ideal black, mm. then sometimes by the end of it, but you, actually are, you actually do become that person. You do become that person who only, I don't know, drinks Earl Grey tea and never has a Before supermarket. you start saying I don't know, what, whatever stuff that you... <laughs> I think there's a difference <laughs> between... Stuff that there is it is a balancing act but i think there is a way for you to be uh non-threatening and authentic is there cuz i feel like you're always threatening if you're if you are a black person who's excelling at what you're doing and and moving into a space with which has been always dominated yeah, by white absolutely my, my, i feel like you're always threatening but you i are, feel like there will always to... be threatening but there are ways to dilute it yeah, or to make or to that. make it more make yourself more palatable yeah and it's not necessarily about um no but is is there so like let's 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 say that we did that right and everyone stopped every black person Mm -hmm. stopped wearing hoodies and tracksuits right Mm -hmm. do we really believe that they wouldn't then find a way to f- yeah. to stop and search you because you're wearing the thing is they will always they will always find something and it's not necessarily about um, I, I don't think there's anything that we could do to curb that threat completely but I think there are things that you could do to make your I think for every for every thing that you do to make yourself more pal- palatable to a handful of white people helps the bigger cause so it's things like <sighs> when we are using yeah, like code switching like we all code switch like yeah. we all speak differently yeah it's like i don't work as a wagwan maji such a silly word. anyway we all code switch yeah like the language the language that we use yeah. um even things like even things where you see another black person at work, you act a certain way yeah. or you'll yeah. have, you the, could the not energy, have seen the them ever. The yeah. energy is different, but that is alienating. So even like doing that, maybe you don't walk in and say, Wagwanji, side-eye Harry. Maybe you just smile and say hello and that's it. That is a less threatening behavior and but, less alienating to them. But, but this is the thing though, like, no, like, why are we doing that? <laughs> you, you say why that, you say that, but it's also to make life easy for yourself. Like, for example, like, um, I'll, I'll just be honest. I don't really have many white female friends, but I'm very good at making conversation with white 
middle class women. See, so I, so I do have quite a lot of white female Which I do at work. Like, I have a few. I have, well, okay. Side One. I have two or one. No, I have many. But I'm saying, like, for me personally, if I'm being honest with myself, like, I don't have a deep vested interest in a lot of the things that they are interested in. And I don't feel like I have that much in common with the vast majority of them. But I have learned through my 20 certain years in like private school and university and whatever, the kind of stuff that I can talk to them about and make small chit chat. And I do it because it makes my work and life easier for me. What's the point no, of me being like, I only want to talk about stuff that interests me, blah, blah. But that's not, but that's not, but that's not, but that's not the same thing as respectability politics. No, but it's, not, it's, it's also about it's what, not saying that oh we no. should just be talking about no but, no, it's but, it's, no, but, it is, no, but it is also about mate being less of who you really are because it, it, in attention no no no, if no, no. I was, it's if been it's presenting different ver- versions of you to different people. But it's not a different version of me in the it, sense it, that if I didn't if I if I didn't have to present that version of me, I wouldn't, wouldn't do it at all. It would be cut out. Like I, if, if, if I could what cut she's, out, what I she's saying is that to, oh, I, I guess she's saying she's saying she's saying like this is actually persona. It's, I've it's got a work persona, and this is exactly what I'm doing. I'm not trying to be like that at all. But your work, your work persona, is a version of you that you present at work. No, but it's only no, because, it's, it's only only because, because black, I'm working though. in a majority It's only because she's black. No, if I, I would have a work persona even if I worked with all black people because obviously you have to be professional at work. But I'm saying yeah. there's a certain type of work persona as a black person who works in a majority white environment that I have to adopt solely because I am working with majority white people that if, I, yeah, if, no, no, if I wasn't, I, I, I wouldn't that. I accept have to that. and I wouldn't want to. So no, it's no, no, I accept that, me. but you still have to. There are, there are every, That's what I'm every, saying. Every That's responsibility as well. Yeah, every version that we put out of ourselves is dependent on who we are. Because... How I am in this room is different from how I am with my family. It's different from how I am with my best friends outside. It's different. No, from but how but I but, but well, I think it's the, always I think the point. Versions, but I think right? what the point is, you're not trying to. You're not being someone you're not. Like say if you're different, well, yeah, who you, of who you, you yeah, they're all still they, they're you. all you. So like, the family, the friends, all of that stuff. But, but what people, what, what we're saying, what we're saying, no, but that's what we're saying. As in laughing at the dead jokes, that's not me. Yeah, you laughing at stuff that is not funny. Like, Skeptic said it. That's not me. Oh, but people make jokes at work. You wouldn't, you wouldn't do that. No. And if, here's the thing. That's cool. But what, what I I would 100% really? yeah, out. And there's loads yes. Of black people. What? Black you think I wouldn't laugh at white people's dead jokes at work? People do that every Sorry, white people at work. I definitely laugh at your dead jokes. Honestly, because only it's because it's even stuff like, Tell okay, the truth. you might not want to go. White people at work are cool, to be honest. Yeah, so there's people at work with who actually find funny. But yeah. I'm saying there might be people who work in environments where they're, they're literally, they're going and doing, I don't know, taking part in activities in conversations that they literally don't want to. Because they're they're playing a game. You got to play I, the and game, and so so I'm this is where it comes back to the exactly. So this is where it comes back to the slum flower com- conversation a little yeah. bit. Not to say that she's right away, but it's just the whole thing of like you know that there's a system in place and you know there's a way to dismantle it. However, you are you in this moment now, and you need to provide for your family. You put food in your ta- you need to put food on your table. Yeah, if you so if you know that the best because the, the reason I say that yeah, yeah is because when we talk about this hoodies conversation, I would 100 percent say. I do not think any black person ever should have to change how they dress to be more palatable to, palatable to white people yeah. or to stop certain things happening to them. Yeah. However, say if I'm a parent in London, I'm one million te- percent telling my son, your band tracksuits are banned for you. You're not wearing tracksuits. You're actually not. Yeah. And if I was in You're America, not like you're actually not going the reason the reason then the reason I'm saying that is because man will man will assume you might be part of that life just because you might be wearing if yeah. if I'm not saying he's gonna do this, I'm not saying I can make him do this, but in like, I might say, you know what, just wear a suit all the time. If man's walking around wearing a suit, even from 12, they're not going to think he's in anything. They your know he's not in anything. Will, your child won't be friends with my child. Nah, he'll, 
Now, who, the, no, I'm, 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 I'm taking I'm taking an extreme example, yeah. but my, my, my I, point is no, sometimes you do think you do, you know that you know the correct you you know the correct thing, yeah. and like the correct thing is that no one should have to be policed about what they wear or all those kind of things. But you take proportions based on the society that or the, or the situations that you find yourself it's, it's in. Like I know extreme. that I know that my front door. I should be able to leave it unlocked, one hundred percent. No burglar should come into my house, but I I shut my front door. I'm sorry, just quickly before you say something. It's not extreme because, for, especially for some for some black people in some situations, it's a matter of life and death. For some black parents of black boys in America, they what what the liberal lefty Twitter people are calling respectable politics is a mum simply trying to be like, I do not want my son to become another Trayvon Martin, and if him removing that hoodie is might even make him 2% more safe, I'm going to tell him to take off that hoodie. And for someone else on Twitter being like, well, you didn't do respectability politics. Yeah, but good for you. But your son is not the one walking around at at sunset and the mum is scared that someone's going to pull a trigger on him. Like, I feel like sometimes people take their theories and don't, and, and in the real world, don't think work. to apply how so to, like, think how, yeah, like how to apply them. Theoretically, you can call it respectability politics, call it whatever you want. But the point is, if I want my son to be safe and I feel like he's going to be even slightly more safe by not wearing the hoodie, I might not, well, not give him the hoodie. If I feel like for me to, um, for my child to get a job application, I might have to call them, I don't know, Becky Becky Smith instead of calling them Kiara whatever. But then, and this is how, but and then, but that, then. And that's a slippery slope, but I'm this, saying yeah, if, if another, the, if another black mother yeah. takes that decision that she's going to give her child maybe a middle name called Kiara, but her first name Becky because she thinks it might be easier for her. Who am I to tell her in a world where I already know black graduates don't have the same chances or whatever as getting interviewed to tell her that don't do that because your child should be strong and brave and proud of their heritage. So, yeah, no, but what I'm, I think where I'm coming from though is that I don't think we have to wait. It's possible to do both at the same time. Right? We mm. mm-hmm. we already have people in positions of authority who can speak up and call out the things that are the real problems. You mean like, like knife boxes? Like knife boxes. Um, like we, we, we are now in that position where we can say, listen, right, you see me today and I'm in my chinos and a T-shirt. I'm not in a suit because I don't I don't feel comfortable in it. Also, if I was to come in a tracksuit, that doesn't change the quality of my of of my delivery. And I know this isn't for something that's for someone that doesn't have that capital. If but you don't that's what, what I'm saying, but that's the point. Majority of people don't have that capital. But even no, even no, even my brother, even my brother who's working in in banking now, he's actually debating whether to get like gold. Te- like he's got to have some operations done on his teeth, and he's debating whether to get gold like. Because obviously the cheapest option is to get gold to get gold uh, yeah. teeth, and the one of his friends at work said, "You know, don't don't even think about it. As soon as they see a glint of gold in your mouth, they'll just think you're not serious." And that's just how white people will view him. No, and but, but I get that. But I think the yeah, the I'd, argument I'd think is, he was about that last. Still not gonna lie. Yeah, I wouldn't even dating somebody. I think I'd I'd find that off-putting. I would still but date. I would still date them, but I just think it's about that life. But bad boys, isn't it? And do you, yeah. do you see? Do you see? Do you see? <laughs> I do see. Do you see how bad this thing is? I see. But but I think I think this is where it is. I agree that not everyone has the capital to be able to take those stances that are potentially. But if you do, you risky. should. But if you do, you should. Yeah, and I hundred percent agree with that. Like I'm I'm I was I just wasn't willing to sit back and accept because this guy is. Wow, one level ahead of me. I was about to say two. And listen to this podcast. And listen to this podcast. <laughs> um, so shout you out, bro. You know who you are. Um, but I wasn't prepared to accept that 
the easiest way was the best way. Like, I think yeah. there are times that we, I, I'll keep going on about it. We've got that selfishness, selflessness balance that we need to keep up. We've, when you get that right level that takes you up to a point where you have a voice, the laziest thing you can then do is say, I just want you to try to mimic my path mm. because I know my path was full of obstacles. I know it was challenging. So why not instead start to prepare the way for someone else? Let's clear some of the bits out of the way to make it easier for more people to come through, right? Yeah. And in the Black Capitalist episode, we shall get into more of this. Yeah. But for now, Tales from the Plantation 19.5. Wow. Episode 22 soon come. We are out. Bye. Bye. Bye.